Um, all right, guys, let's go ahead and bring Mr. Rob Roy on the show. See what Rob's been watching. Um, again, I'm curious to see what his his uh what he was doing on Tuesday when the market was just absolutely tanking. Let's play our special intro. Uh, get Rob on the show and see what he's doing. What hey, Aaron, up, Mr. Roy? Good, how, how are you? you? <laughs> Sorry, I mean to talk over you. I'm doing great. Yourself? Pretty good, man. I actually just got back from a conference in New York last night, so I wasn't, you know, doing the show, wasn't really watching the markets as much this week because I, I was busy at this conference. You, you know how conferences go. You're just running around talking to a bunch of million people. Oh, yeah. I'm there next week. I get it. I'm in Florida for five days next oh, week. awesome. Um... Yes. So, so uh, let's talk about what you've been trading this week, kind of where you stand. I'm curious on, on Tuesday specifically, you know, what you were doing if, if you were hands off trying to, uh, uh, you know, trade anything on the short side. Tuesday was a good day. And for us, again, short is just buying puts, right? So we're, if you're a stock trader, your only option in those bearish days is to short the stock, which carries a lot more risk than if you buy a put option. But you have to understand the mechanics behind it. So uh, we were doing our live show at 8.30 in the morning when the announcement came out on CPI. We watched it tank. We called, We made a call on Adobe. At that point, there was some news out on it. And uh, the call worked out extremely well. Actually, I was just trying to see, as you were talking about Tuesday, if I had still the trade setups from there, I do. So... This is in one of our programs. Uh, so we're looking at Tuesday was, was that the 6th? All right. So we had Apple and we had United Healthcare is what we wound up doing on, it was Tuesday the 6th, right? Yeah. So we got, Apple was, we were up a little bit. We broke even on United Healthcare. So it was a whack day. Uh, but we set up that that drop down set us up for putting the S and P and stocks in better positioning from where we were. And today's move was no different, right? So if you look, we had a couple of trades all on the eighth and ninth go off there. Chipotle, Costco, Spiders, and W Day, uh, all profitable trades for us. The the ones from uh, from from this last week. So. Uh, Overall, very happy with it. But the average person, it's hard. For me, um, as well, I sit back sometimes. I get in position one in the chair, and I really am just going to watch. You know, and today was no different. I mean, you, you look at today on the S&P, and that's what I've got right here is S&P. And I wanted to bring it into a, a five-minute chart first. But we had a small gap down, right? So the initial anticipation is let's go ahead and trade bearish. And this horizontal line, and you've heard me talk about it before, that's a major FIB level. If we bring the daily chart back in, for those of you that are Fibonacci traders, this is the purple line is the 618. It is the most important number in the universe. I'll argue it to the death with anybody. There is not a more important number. It, it shows up in everything in our, our lives. The distance of your nose to your ears, your eyes to your nose, to your mouth, your chin to your, everywhere in human nature it shows up. So we're looking at that 618. We broke through it right here, okay, on uh, Tuesday. 
We came back up and retested it and we gapped down today. The gap down for some would be an instant, yes, I need to jump in, but we had a retracement and we pushed right back up to that level. Once we pushed back up on it, Aaron, that gave us an opportunity to look at bearish positions. That was here. That came in just shy of 10 a.m. this morning is when we pushed up and we started to roll over by about 10, 10 in the morning. That's our first um, second uh, rollover period. 9.50 to 10 o'clock is the first one. And then 10 to 10.10 is the second timing of the day when you start to see from a day trading standpoint, you start to see rollover. And this rollover has been very nice uh, up to this point. We are still focused, as we said last week, on this level right here. If I just scrunch this down at 38.55, which is that 20% retracement. And there is a strong confluence there with a fib line as well. So we want to see if that level, that 3855-ish level holds. But I think that's our next point. I think we need to test it, if nothing else, uh, before we can get any kind of strength again. But we've now shifted into a completely true bearish bias where the eight moving average, pink, is on the bottom, the green is in the middle, and the brown is on top. So a lot of strength in that bearishness in the market. Got it. Um, yeah, I think right now a lot of people have just lost like any sort of confidence that they know what the market's doing, where where we're going. Um, I th I think, and that's why I like how how your strategy, you know, like how, how you're trading right now. You like you said, you can get back in that in that position one in the chair and just lean back and, and watch as you're, um, you know, as the market's kind of kind of unfolding here. Exactly. And, and, and that's just it. I mean, look, we did, you know, what happened with Adobe today, right? Earnings came out this morning. Uh, they had the news of the company that they were buying, which they're probably paying too much money for. And Adobe tanked today, right? Uh, let's see. ADBE, right? So this was Adobe's drop in here today. If we look at it from a daily chart, first, everything for me has to go back to a daily position. Everything has to work its way back to a daily chart first because that's where all my decisions are made is on a daily chart. We gapped down today, and on that gap down, we blew through one of our fib lines. Well, I mean, we went through multiple fib lines, but we had blown right through this last fib line, and we opened right here on the day, that top of the body, right, black handle. And if you look at it from an intraday standpoint, Right. We pushed back up. So we got down here. We pushed right up into that fib level and we got a rollover. I mean, can anybody raise their hand and say, yeah, and they can't really raise your hand because I can't see y'all. But are you with me that that is a place that gives us the best opportunity to take a bearish entry as we roll over, not as we're pushing up on the first candle as we roll over? Because if I'm wrong, my stop is going to be set just above that level and I'm out of the trade. I've got the smallest risk possible. So I can jump into that trade, even if I'm wrong, I've completely minimized my risk. If you waited till it got down here, or even if you took it on the open, your risk dramatically increased up to here because your stop doesn't change. You don't say, well, I'm getting in down here on a bearish trade, so I'm gonna move my stop to here. No, your stop is still in the same place. 
your stop should be based on what the chart is telling you, not what your wallet is telling you. If you look at this and say too much risk, then it's not a trade for you to do. And that's okay. You find a different company. Yeah. Um, anyway, here, I'm going to go full screen on this real quick to, to show the whole chart. I like, I really like trading Adobe. It's just that the options are really expensive for me. They are. So today's options were 1510. Now remember it's Thursday and we're trading tomorrow's options because I plan on being out of this today. Okay. Um, and let me, let me uh, ask the chat here while we got you here, Rob, if we've got any tickers, you know, that, that we want to check out on the chart, please uh, let us know, make them like some, some real, you know, I don't, I don't want to see some $2 penny stock. That's not really what Rob's looking at most of the time. Yeah, that's not me. I mean, listen, I'm all for you. If you can make money on those, that's awesome. You know, if you've got a major company that you trade, I trade, I follow the money, follow the cash flow, follow the money. And I go after the bigger stocks because by trading options, by trading options, you can still capitalize on these very big stocks with very small amounts of money. I mean, right now, I'm not saying now is a good time, but if you took an Adobe trade right now and you were bearish, you'd be looking at something with a 65 to 85 Delta. So here we're at 69 Delta and you're in at about $10.35 would be your cost in the trade. So $1,015 to do one contract. For some that might be too expensive and that's okay because there are other stocks out there that have options on them. I don't know, like Apple, right? Which will be a much cheaper option than an Adobe will. We look at Apple. We want that same 65 to 85 Delta. Here we're looking at 76. I could trade Apple for three bucks. For every dollar the stock moves on Apple, the option is going to move 77 cents. I'll take it. I don't need to buy Apple shares. I can do this investment for $300 for one contract. Got it. Yeah, that's a good, uh, that's some good risk reward there. Absolutely. Assuming the stock fits your risk profile, you like where it is on the chart. I'm just using Apple as an example. Uh, I did take a trade on Apple today and I got smacked on that one. I took a bullish trade. I tried to get that bounce in on Apple and went the other way. We didn't get hit much. It cost me 60 cents in the trade. So not a big deal. Adobe was the home run for me today. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's see. We've got a couple tickers in the chat. Uh, Trend Spotter wants to look at snow. Snowflake. Snowflake. All right. So let's go take a look there at snow. Let's get a little bigger picture. We can see the entire fib. So the Fibonacci is good. We have now bumped our head twice on that 100-point level, which is also the 618, the purple line, in there. And today we're pushed up. We're in a true bullish bias, meaning all three moving averages are in the correct order. For me, I need a break above the $200 level, come back, retest, and bounce, and 218 is my upside. You could trade the downside if you roll over. The eight moving average is very close to the fib line down here. But my preference would definitely be to take the upside trade on this if it continues to make its move. Uh, it shows that we're down six or seven cents right now on the day. You got to be careful with that little, we'll call double top pattern. When we came back and tapped that same level two times, uh, we may get that rollover. And with the markets down as much as they are right now, this may be... Uh, running out of steam at this point got it um let's see if we've got any other tickers uh oh easy mike wants to look at snap or pinterest yeah we can do both snapchat 
All right. So as you can tell by the lack of Fibonacci's, I haven't been here in a while. We've got to really go back. And those fibs are old, outdated, and not usable, the ones I have there any longer. So we need to draw a new set of fibs on Snap. So let's come here. We're going to snap, no pun intended, a new set of Fibonacci's on there. And let's bring it in a little bit. All right, there we go. So 12 to 18. We probably need to put on there something that is called a Fibbit. Yeah, we definitely do. All right, so we need to split these levels in half multiple times. It's just it has had such a dramatic move. There's not a lot of not a lot of room on it any longer. So meaning it doesn't move very much on an intraday basis. So we're going to put in negative 136. I'm going to put in this one, this one, 59, 18, 177. Okay, so we need, when you get all of these lines in there, it's telling you that this drop was so bad, we're overextended the way that we have to draw lines. Now, from there, I'm going to zoom in, make it a little bit easier to see. We're up today, but look what's happening with our moving averages. They're all mixed up right? The 55 is on top. You want numeric order. I want either the 55, then the 21, then the eight, or the eight, the 21, and the 55. I want them to be in the correct numeric order. I don't care if they're inverse. That would be bearish. If the 55 is on top, bearish. If we get below this 21 with a price and the eight moves down, the pink line is the eight moves down. We're looking at a bearish move, but we only have the room down to 1070. So 1070 and 1255 are support and resistance right now on them. Um, and, and if you're trading these, you can get options on them. Very inexpensive. I'd probably be looking more at that 75 or 80 delta on something like this because it doesn't have a lot of room um, as potential to, to go on this. Right? There's just not a lot of opportunity there. Got it. Um, all right. Let's see if we've got any others. Pins was the other one, right? While you're pulling up. Oh, yeah. We haven't we haven't gotten a pins yet. Yeah, and then Golden Cross wants to see a either DXY or SPY. Or actually, he wants to see DX. Do you, I don't know if you do. He said DXY versus SPY. I don't know if you do, like, comparisons like that. But I don't know. I don't know how much time you have. We have, we have, a, we have a few more minutes here. Yeah, I'm good. I've got some time. So whatever you got. Um, so on pins, I like the pattern on pins. 265 is our Fibbit. 23, 4, 5. Yeah, we're okay. We don't need to split this level. So here's the thing. We are sitting on pins close, closer to that top edge. Moving averages are in the right order, bullish. We're sitting closer to that top level, which is that 25.65. Um, I'm, I'm always leery on bullish in a bearish market if it's not a stock that I regularly trade, and this one is not. You know, I took the Apple trade today, even though it's not one I normally go after, but I took that trade as an opportunity today. This one... I'd be leery at this point of the day, if you got in off of the bounce off of the eight moving average, which was about 24 and a half, you know, you pushed all the way up as a high today of 25 and a half. That would have been a trigger to get out. For me, I needed to pull back to a moving average and bounce to take an entry or break out of the 2567, bounce and take off from there. And that would be my new entry on, uh, on pins. Yep. Um, all right. So let's go over to the SPY or DXY real quick. And then Patrick. Spy is an easy one. That one I look at every day. So SPY had a good setup today as it pulled back into that same 618 level, which is that major Fibonacci level. We pulled back up into there and failed right off of that level. 
right? 385 and jingle is our next downside target. And remember, for those that many of you know who this are is, some don't, this is an ETF that tracks the S&P 500. So we have a similar pattern here as we do on the S&P. It's not always exact, but they're very close in pattern. You can do an overlay and you can see the, the comparison between the two. <coughs> Excuse me. We're looking at that 385 to the downside. And if we go back and touch on the S&P 500 again, we're looking at that 3864 as our downside target, right? So same thing of what we're looking at on SPY. We're looking there and we're going to wind up similar fashion where the 20% bearish market is. If you compare it on the SPY, it, that we're not that far away from there at this point. So uh, I like the bearish trade. The entry came in right out of the gate today. Uh, if you look at pivot points, right, this is SPY, right? We had a nice push up. We failed and I can't take, I didn't take the breakout here because I didn't trust the move. I saw the rollover. I didn't take a spy trade at all, but I saw the rollover take place after the fact. We came down on a one minute candle. We retested and we dropped and we moved from the pivot point, which was that 394 level, right down to the S1, which was that 392. So you had a $2 move on SPY today that if you had a 70 delta, you're not going to get the whole $2 move. Say on a 70 delta, you got uh, with $2, you got a $1.50 move. You're looking at about a dollar profit on an option that you would have spent 4 or $5 on today. So 20, 25% on SPY today. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I don't even know what the, what's, what's DXY. Is that the, uh... well, let's see. Oh, that's just a, that's just a dollar index. Yeah. So DXY and I have, uh, but this is consumer durables, home furnishings. I don't have a DXY on this, so I'm not, I'm not getting that data. I don't know if it's part of anything else I pay for on trade station. Uh, DXY. Yeah. It says failed symbol. Data request failed, incorrect symbol. So, sorry, I don't have that one on my, on either of my data feeds. Yeah. Um, okay, all good. Uh, let, let's do NVIDIA then and then wrap up. Okay, so we look at NVIDIA. NVIDIA is one of the stocks that we trade regularly on one of our main programs, which is called Power Options Plays. That was the list that I shared with you guys here of... The, the closed trades that we're looking at, this is power option plays, okay? We don't have any recent on NVIDIA. Let's see, the last one we did on NVIDIA, it's been a little bit, uh, was right here. That was on August 16th, 390 bucks on NVIDIA. So nothing great there. But I do like it. They're one of my favorite companies uh, to day trade right now. I like them a lot. So NVIDIA is sitting right near a support level at that 128.38. The instant reaction for most traders right now is let's go ahead and trade it bearish. And you can, if it violates, if it violates that next fib line right here, you could get the bounce and the fail and you could take that trade. And I would give that trade, if I were grading it one out of three, I would give that a two. And in other words, it's near a fib line, but it's not the best setup. If instead we can get a retracement back up to the 137.47 and fail where we have a confluence, 
I would give that a one. That is my best opportunity at a bearish entry. This is, folks, this is why we trade 20 different stocks is because you're not going to get a stock to set up every day. It's been three weeks since we've done a trade on NVIDIA. The setup isn't there on a particular day. We don't take the trade. We only trade it if, if all the stars align, we look to take the trade. If they don't, we won't. And we're at, I don't even remember now, it's over 200 trades for this year. We are at... 300, well, 301 minus three, so 298 trades for this year so far. Um, actually, we got four more here, right? So we're over 300 trades on the year with not trading NVIDIA for the last three weeks. So we shift between whatever's setting up properly at that time. Yeah. Um, I, I just, Rob, I just, I've been so lost on like, Again, I came in from a conference this week. I haven't been watching the markets. Like it just seems like there's been a lot of volatility, but we haven't really, you know, we had that terrible day Tuesday. Today we're now, um, you know, I'm, I'm checking out, coming back a little bit. It looks like on the queues, but still down 1.4 percent. Like, wh where can we start looking for for some turnaround on on a macro perspective? So it, for me, it all comes down to uh, the S and P 500. I can look at Nasdaq as well. Um, but to me, the S&P is the, the index that I focus on the most. As far as recovery goes, the problem is you have individuals that are in control and they're called politicians, right? That they may not necessarily be doing what's best, right? And I don't care who the politician is. It doesn't matter. If their lips are moving, they're probably not telling us the truth, right? So we can't trust with all the news that's out there how valid it is. I mean, yesterday we had the, or we had the bad CPI. The president came out yesterday or, or, or that day and said, Hey, you know, the, the build back better plan is working and maybe it is, but the not unemployment, the CPI did not tell us that at all with as high as it's gone, right? It's gone. It increased again. PPI is up. Unemployment was down a little bit today, right? That's the third factor in there, but um, I'm looking at that 20% line, Aaron. I think we're going to test it. And right now, until we a test that level, if we break, I think we're breaking down to at least 25, if not 30% to the downside from the all-time highs this year. Uh, we'll see that drop to at least 25%. It will be our next target. And I've got to do some analysis. I'm waiting for the 20 to see what it does uh, before I work on where the next level is down below. But I think we go further down if we violate to the downside. If we move up, I need all three moving averages to be in the right order, right color, right order. And I need, actually, let me do it this way. Let's bring this in a little bit because it's a little small for you guys that are at home. As I'm looking at it on a 21-inch, 22-inch monitor, it's easy to see. I need to stop seeing lower highs and lower lows. We kind of bottomed out here. It wasn't exactly a lower low, but we're not there yet, right? We, we, we haven't bounced off of this point. That continuation pushing down below here tells me we're looking back at that 20% retracement in there uh, for the bear market. Uh, but until we can get the moving averages corrected in the right order and we get above them, there's nothing that I'm really interested in saying, let's go long. I, I'm looking to add shares of Amazon to my portfolio. I'm looking at um, putting in some Apple, putting in some Google, putting in some Tesla. And 
I'm not ready to take that. You know, Google may become a desperation play if we can break 100. I may buy it just because I know it's going to go back up from there. Uh, I believe. How about that? I don't know. I believe it's going to go back up. It may take a couple of weeks, a couple of months. It's long term for me. But when you look at covered calls on these things, folks, you can crush it every single week on covered calls on these candidates. Um, so I need to get some moving averages fixed, Aaron. I need to get the stock moving in an upward direction above the moving averages before I want to consider anything uh, bullish, which is going to take it getting above the previous lower high right here. Um, yeah. Sorry, I was, I was lost there catching up on the chat. Uh, Golden sure. across or, or Easy Mike uh, say Netflix putting in the work. Have you checked out Netflix at all recently? Yes. Uh, we traded it today. Did a bull put spread on it, picked up 30 cents, gave back 10 to close it out. Um, oh, I thought we switched over. Did not. It's probably on a different screen. Oh, there we go. Okay. So great setup. Sorry I missed the, the bullish entry on it today. Uh, just took the credit spread, did not take the entry, 232.57. Let's, for kicks and giggles, look at that on Netflix and what was it? 232.57, I believe, right? Let me go see what that was. 232.57, right? Yes, okay. So let's change this over to that 232.57, all right? So we got this break above that 232.57, if we turn this into a one-minute candle and look back near the open of the day, right? We pushed up, didn't get a real good retest of it. Our low on this candle was 233.17, so we're about 50, 60 cents above, so it's not horrible. But we did on that breakout, and that's what we had to wait for, was the close above that was the entry. I would call this an aggressive entry. I would take a smaller number of contracts because I didn't get a retest of that 232.57. On a five-minute candle again, we did violate it in here, came back up and started back on that climb back up higher again. So it's been a nice mover today. Our credit spread was fairly short. Today when we were in it, we took the credit. We got out pretty quickly uh, by giving the 10 cents back, uh, closed it out for a lock-in of 20 cents on it. But I like Netflix, like them a lot, always have. And even now at this price level, this 250, 300 level, I think it's a much better stock than we were at that 500. I think they were just way too expensive up there. Yeah. Um, all right, Rob, I, I think we've, we've gotten through all the tickers in the chat. Uh, we're we're, we're um, coming close here. Do you have any final final thoughts, I guess, as, as we round out the week, round out the, the trading week? Uh, um you know, anything you've been watching? So I've got a couple of tickets I'm watching. I'll give you guys some symbols to take a look at. Okay. Keep something in mind, folks. Right now, 75% chance of a three-quarter percent rate hike. 25% chance of a one-point rate hike. They're not even considering after CPI anything under a three-quarter rate hike. So just as an FYI, make sure you're focused on that. Keep that number in mind. It, it may change before it comes up. But keep that in mind that that increase uh, it can potentially have a dramatic effect on the market. Three quarter will be bad. One, I think, will easily push us down below that uh, that 
20% retracement level, right? So we've got a couple of tickers, guys. If you want to look at them real quick, Adobe uh, is one that is still there, guys. And what I need to look at for Adobe is does it close near that 306 level? And then it becomes a switchback trade. You can either get a bounce or a fail off of there. Uh, Adobe's got room down to 300. And then on the downside, 327 on the upside. So there's a lot of room on Adobe. All right, Autodesk, ADSK is another one. Look where we are. We're sitting right at that 201 level, 201 half. If we break 186 as my support on the, uh, on the upside, my resistance is going to be my eight moving average, which is 207. All right, so look for the bounce off of there. Uh, AMD, this came up in our chat this morning by one of our students. Uh, he called it as a switchback trade. Uh, trip is the individual I'm talking about. Uh, we were closed right at that FIB level. We gapped down, retested, and failed, and gave us a great entry into the trade. I'm sure Trip was all over this today uh, with that setup, as were many others that were in our chat, I'm sure, today. Uh, and one last one is Baidu. Baidu is setting up as another switchback trade right now. Switchback just means we're sitting near a key level, and we can move in either direction. There are some kind of support and resistance and enough room for us to make money regardless of the direction. We just need to do what? Move one way or another, up or down, it doesn't matter. Let's say it moves up, come back and retest and bounce. If it drops, pull back up and retest and fail. You take the entry off of there. Your stop is just on the other side of the line. And your target is just above, as an example to the downside, just above that 118.27, maybe 119 quarter, 119. Somewhere around there is where I put my target for it. And that's it. Practice the trades, guys. Practice the trades. And if you look at, if you go to tradinglikeaboss.com, which I'm sure Aaron's going to drop that in for you guys, there's a thing over here with Trade with Rob. Uh, that's where I send out these trade setups on a regular basis. Register on that link. You'll get some resources on how to trade these as well. It's all free. There's no cost for it. It's all free. Uh, my goal is to make sure that every one of you have the best opportunity to learn how to trade. I'm doing this for 20 some odd years. I've traded thousands, tens of thousands of traders. Uh, the systems work. You just need to find the right system. Beautiful. Well, tradinglikeaboss.com. There it is. Go check that out if you want to learn more from Rob. Again, Rob is truly one of my favorite guys we bring on the show because he's, you know, I mean, I, I, as as an options trader, I look at Rob and I'm like, God, man, he knows what he's doing. He's He knows what he's doing, right? So, um, Rob, thanks again for coming on the show. We will have you back next week. Or you're in Florida. So you, you're I'm in Florida next week. I was going to let I was going to send you an email, but yeah, I'll be in Florida next week. I'll be with 5,000 of my closest friends at a conference next week. So what it conference is, is five, that? Five, it, it's a marketing conference. It's called ClickFunnels. Oh, okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right, Rob. Well, enjoy the rest of your day. Enjoy Florida next week. Enjoy the nice weather. I don't know if it's going to be hot down there or what, but hopefully it'll be nice weather for you. Hopefully you'll get to hang out by the pool or beach, wherever you are. A little bit. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I'm looking forward to it. Beautiful. All right, man. Well, thanks again. Everybody smash the like for Rob and go check out that tradinglikeaboss.com. Rob, enjoy the rest of your Thursday. Thanks, everyone. Be safe. Make sure you stay liquid. Talk to you soon.